ABC on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. My name is Oliver Queen. You died. I went to your panel. The city didn't say what happened to you. The rights remain silent. I'm not a cop anymore. My name is Barry Allen, and I'm the fastest man alive. Supergirl. You people become team. Hey, cuz. It's good to see you. This looks like a job for the both of us. Absolutely. Heroes. Legends. You have failed. Everybody a movie never seen a hit with another. Let me get up everybody that be moving with Hello and welcome. You're listening to Supergirl on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rain Man Digital app available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Simply search Rain Man Digital. Uh, welcome back to the Supergirl edition of DCNCW. I'm your host, Lauren Alexander. I have Nicole Nance with me. Hello. And Bobby Doherty. Hello, hello. And uh, now that we are finally back from that long winter break, it wasn't that long. It was only like a month. But it felt like forever being away from you guys. Forever. It's weird how you get bored when you're not doing a show. You're like, I I I feel like I have something to do today. And you're like, I don't. And like, we don't have that much more free time. Uh, Only recording like one night a week or whatever. It's not like it's a full-time job or something. But it's still, it like... I don't know. It just, it feels like I should be doing something with those nights. Well, it's considered, it's like, okay, I got to watch the show. You know, okay. Yeah, that's there, true. There's whole like a routine that you kind of get into. And then all of a sudden it's like taken away from you and you're just like, what do I do with myself? You're like, oh my gosh, look <laughs> at all the other TV shows that are on. I know. I've been catching up on literally everything else. Um, all right. So today we're going to be breaking down and discussing Supergirl season three, episode 10, Legion of Superheroes. Rain continues her rampage through National City as Supergirl remains in a coma. Is that the accent? Is that the 2018 Lauren? Yeah. That's how I talk now, guys. (laughs) That's what I was doing for the month. I was practicing. Yeah. I was was practicing. Um, So... When we left off with the mid-season finale and everything, getting into that point, there was barely a trickle of news. And now we finally have a little bit more news again. Hooray! Yay! Let's talk about that stuff. Um, Omega Underground, which is a website I've literally never heard of. Um, They reported an exclusive. um, (laughs) Everybody knows them now because they got picked up by every nerd website known to man. Okay, good point. So Omega Underground reported that they exclusively uncovered a casting call that has possibly gone out to cast Lois for either the end of season three, which they mentioned. And I don't know if this is true. We'll check on this for sure. But it says that it's been put on hiatus due to Kreisberg's firing. We'll see. Um, Or saved for season four. uh, They found an audition tape of actress Sarah Ceballos. Um, from, I don't know, Sector 17 and, and Marge, which I don't think I've seen either of those. So that's not helpful. Um, <laughs> but she was reading for the part of Lois Lane. Um, so the, uh, they have a whole like 
transcript of it and the reporter is talking to Lois and the reporter says, tell me your relationship with Superman. Lois says, if I had a dollar for every time somebody asked me that question, I'd be a millionaire. Just kidding, but my relationship with Superman is completely unpredictable. I never know when I'm going to see him. He's always in and out of town, but that's also the fun part about it is that I'm constantly being kept on my toes and surprised. So I'm hoping one day, and honey, if you're hearing this, I'm waiting for that rock on my finger. So, I mean, like, the, the, uh, there's a whole other chunk, too, but... Are we really going to... Like, I, I just don't know. Is this really true? Like, what does Lois Lane bring to this show? Also, I mean, and, and you know what? She might be fine for an episode. You know what I mean? Like, that's... I'm not gonna piss and moan about Lois Lane coming to the show. Yeah. I mean, we we had Clark on the show. We had Lucy Lane as a character. I'm not bummed about them, like, name-dropping and putting a character like that in there. I just don't want it to be... I don't know. I don't want them to hype it up as something that, like, it's not. Because she's not necessarily a huge part of Kara's life. However, she could totally come in for an episode. She could come in and, you know, say... She does get that rock on her finger. And then like they have a silly episode where she comes into town and she's like asking Kara to be like in her bridal party or something. You know what I mean? Like if they could do something and it could not suck. <laughs> Is that the whole goal? <laughs> Goals Whatever for 2018. Do stuff suck. and don't let it suck. Yay. <laughs> um but they do mention like, you know, hey, what is it like to meet Supergirl? Well, funny you ask that. Supergirl's very down to earth, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh, shit. I'm sorry. I just read, <laughs> I just read the rest of this. Uh, Lois's <laughs> lines here say she's kind. And I think that it's great that young ladies today have somebody to look up to, especially given the fact we continuously hear of these predators um, are coming into the forefront and harassment being a big issue. I think it's important they have someone to look up to. I wonder why they put that in there. <laughs> wow. Shit just got take, too real. <laughs> just take jabs at their own people. Oh boy. Do you think they wrote that before or after? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> what if Kreisberg wrote that to say? Row. He's like, this is what I want the lowest Look what an ally I am. <laughs> I do not agree with anything with all of this. Oh boy. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> well, um, last night's episode of Supergirl, we've got another article here from Sci-Fi's website. Is that um, one more reliable for you? I mean, Sci-Fi's a network that I've heard of <laughs> and that plays TV shows and creates content. Not so Omega yes. Omega Super Underground. <laughs> Omega Super Underground. Get net. Wipe that Dorito org. dust off your chest and let's read. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Honestly, I literally just checked to see if I have Dorito dust because I was eating those earlier. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you. Nicole, get it together. Um, all right. So uh, Sci-Fi reported that Supergirl just name-dropped another Legion of Superheroes team member, which they totally did. Um, about 18 minutes into the episode, they talk about um, Isla, Isla Rand's lightning lass. And, uh, I mean, that was kind of it. That's all. So I wonder if we're going to see her. I don't know. Do we assume that she's just still frozen? Like, I mean, I don't know. But did she even come with them? I don't, it, it, the way they told the story, it was weird. Yeah. So it was strange. But there was definitely there's five pods down there and we've only seen three of them. You're right. She could definitely still be frozen. Um 
I don't know. I, I, I mean, think you would, you you would take everybody out if there was like a big situation, right? Not just you like would random. Think. Well, but at the same time, though, this entire episode they were talking about how they didn't really want to like involve themselves because it wasn't worth the risk. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Lightning Lass is pretty cool. She's she's pretty all right. Like she's got um, a mix of cool and kind of lame costumes, and she <laughs> That's has every superhero. lightning powers. <laughs> and here we are, Lightning Lass. We we did it. Um, no, I mean like it, it's a character that like yeah, it's cool that they name dropped her, but at the same time. She's not really anything to write home about. Um, she's fine. She's cool. And that's it. <laughs> I, You know, I, I don't really know what more to say yeah, beyond well, no, that. I just, it, it's just one of those things you always just wonder, was it a name drop for, like, fan's sake? Or are we going to see all five of them out to kind of help you chase know, Rain away? Honestly, I'm... The rain away. I honestly don't want to get my hopes up about seeing more Legionnaires. Like, I, I don't... You know what I mean? Like, I don't necessarily think that they're going to show us everyone in the pods because that's something that the CW would do. Yeah. I, sense. I, I mean, right? Yeah. They've done that kind of crap where it's just like, yeah, we're going to name drop this person, but we're never going to show up. Uh, yeah. Hal Jordan for six years? Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Let's huh? talk about that, those lanterns, but never, ever show them. All right. Let's move on from this. We'll take a quick break and then move on to the episode. You know, for a place that caters to aliens, they have some pretty good chicken wang. How do you know that's chicken? DC on CW. You guys don't like Black Friday? I don't like the hype and the the way in which they portray it in the media. It's like that South Park that did it just recently with the Game of Thrones yeah. parody, mm-hmm. where it's like, there's been blood and murder. We couldn't be happier about it, Tom, right. because it gives them some bullshit to talk about. It's not because they actually give a fuck or they actually care about the news. It's yeah. just a gimmick. So the fact that it blew up in his face makes me happy because he now looks like an asshole. Yeah. I personally don't like Black Friday because it needs to be like reclaimed by the black community. It's like, look, Black Friday belongs to us, fool. Come on, motherfucking Black Friday, fool. Mm-hmm. What do you want to call Black Friday? Call Black Friday for the bones of black folk only. So only folks. they can shop? Only we shop. And we do it. Good. Right. So are you going to actually <laughs> shop or are you just going to loot everything? Oh, oh my God. Wow. For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. This is Star Wars from the Butter Tank Exclusive. That thing's operation. And I don't understand. There was so much hate kind of making fun of it. Like, really? You guys aren't even trying. <laughs> the movie is titled Solo. But I rebuttal. What would you want the name to be? Han Solo, a Star Wars story? A young Han Solo story? The na- It just makes sense. Han Solo, Solo. Why not? Also, you got to remember, Dave, right? We all have to remember this. That the mainstream are idiots. And if you call this anything like the Carillion Run or the Carillion Hero, I'm just throwing out different potential names out there, right? Yes. The Blockade Runner. A Star Wars story. Wookiee Savior. The Castle Run. The Wookiee Savior. People are like, okay, what? What am I watching? Uh, What? What? We have to market this to the mainstream. 
Star Wars fans are not the only ones that are going to see this movie. They're not going to be the ones that save this movie because the mainstream outweighs the Star Wars nut jobs who are going to go see this movie no matter what, right? Like you and I. Yeah. So they have to title things very simply because there's still confusion to this day about Rogue One. They don't know where it fits in. Regular people said, hey, it was a pretty fun movie, but I don't understand why Darth Vader is alive again. That's what my grandma said. She's all, I like this movie a lot. I'm like, okay, but why is he, why is Darth Vader alive? I thought he was dead. And what happened to Ray? So do you see what's going on here? Exactly. It's getting mixed up. People are confused. <laughs> so Han Solo, I get why they did it. I've always said this. It does make sense. They're going for the easier things to sell to the mainstream. Exactly. It's Of course it's going to be simple. And I guarantee you the next movie is going to be simple as well. The title. I know it's going to be simple because it's it's just like we said, when you're dealing with high concept, you have to approach it with a simplistic uh, marketing strategy. Yeah. Just remember, the rest of the world is stupid. 90% of the world is dumb. And I'm throwing my grandma in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> Digital now offers a premium service. That's right. Besides the weekly free broadcasts, Rainman Digital now offers a premium service. And when you pledge to our Patreon page, you automatically become a subscriber. So it's easy. The premium service includes video content, plus additional exclusive shows like Star Trek from the Holodeck, Comic Book Chaos, I don't mean to brag, but DC on CW. Yeah, we do a couple shows every a now and then. A couple. Supernatural, The Crossroads, and more. So head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Digital and sign up today. I think our Supergirl uh, comic book chaos is actually coming out this month on the podcast here. Whoa. I mean, we uh, seemed like we did that a long time ago. I thought that was out already. Out. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, and it actually, it's a Supergirl book that covers some uh, Legion of Superheroes stuff and Brainiac 5 and things like that. So it's totally relevant to the storyline that's happening right now. Yeah. So go out, subscribe, become a member, help us, please. Give them that hard sell, Bob. Yes. <laughs> that's what I do. Give it to Sign them hard. Up. Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AdamandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order. That's 10 free gifts for you shy types who've never tried Adam and Eve before. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy, a sexy piece of lingerie, or anything you desire. Just enter offer code DEAL30 at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts, including free shipping. That's offer code DEAL30. That's D-E-A-L-30 at adamandeve.com. When I'm not plotting to kill Barry Allen, I'm listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. 
to Supergirl Season 3, Episode 10, Legion of Superheroes. It was directed by Jesse Warren and written by Derek Simon and Eric Carrasco. All right, so this episode, um, we start right out with Kara waking up and, oh, hey, she's not actually awake. She's down and out for the count for most of the episode. Um, and we get our introduction. In, introduction. 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 <laughs> our introduction to the Legion of Superheroes. <sighs> okay. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to talk about this? How long ago did I post the pictures? God, I like just a week listen. Yeah. So <laughs> while we were on a break, uh, Bob here posted some pictures on our Instagram and probably Twitter and stuff like that. So um, we were posting those pictures as they were released of the Legion and the looks of the uniforms and the characters. Uh, let's just say that the character designs and the costumes were met with mixed reactions by both us and the fans. Um, so let's just get out into it. Let's just, let's just go for it. Let's start with the new character. Brainiac 5. Well, you guys should remember that I was really stoked for this character. <laughs> and and, and uh, yeah. tell me, how did you feel yeah. when you saw me post the picture? Because your pukey emoji said something. Sure did. <laughs> if you look at our Instagram, you can see my pukey face emoji. Um, that's about how I felt. I felt very, very disappointed and a little bit sick to my stomach. Um no, I, I just, I don't know. They really did this character a disservice. They made, Bob said earlier, and I totally agree with him, they made an attractive guy look fucking ugly. Just really ugly. He's a good looking guy. Jesse Rath is is perfectly fine looking. And they managed to take that and turn it awful. Um, And now, before anyone tries to say oh well it's the makeup you know that that sort of makeup doesn't necessarily make someone look good or blah 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 well jesse rath was in uh defiance as like an alien in that i think um if i if i pull up pictures i haven't watched defiance but if i pull up pictures of him what i see is a very pale kind of non-human-y looking skin tone with like violet contacts and white hair. Not super far off from what we've got going on with Brainiac 5, but so much better executed. It's like the wig itself doesn't look like crap and doesn't look fake. He has super light eyes, really light skin tone. He also, I mean, he almost looks vampiric. Um, And yet... Not Damn, I would ugly. Take, I would take him from Defiance. I just looked at the picture. I'm sorry. Right? See? Yeah. Yeah it's, I, yeah. it's so much better. And it's not a very, it's not an entirely different look. You know what I mean? Like, they're, had they taken something like this and put those little, like, little doodads there on his forehead? That's a technical term for anyone yeah. that's not really <laughs> uh, well versed in science. Doodads is a very technical term for that. Yeah, um, they connect this stuff. They do. Yeah, they do things. I just, like, <laughs> you had options, guys. Why did you go with this one? There's, okay, and, like, the Brainiac 5 that I think of is from the comics where he's got green skin and blonde hair, like yellow blonde hair. Um, you, you Both of you probably expected him to look relatively attractive, being that this was going to be... Supergirl's love interest. Yeah. I at least the rumored love interest. I expected rumored, yeah. him 
Okay, so the the Brainiac Five that I know and that I am familiar with, Kara Smoochin, um, <laughs> looks a little <laughs> bit like Beast Boy in a sense. You know what I mean? Like he looks like a regular guy. He just has green skin, but you know he has blonde hair instead of you know Beast Boy. But and his hair is actually like styled. Yeah, nice. Like a regular haircut, stuff yeah. like that. Like he looks like a. Looks like a regular dude. He's just <laughs> looks green. like a real boy, just green. I'm a real boy. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really disappointed. So head to toe, it was disappointment for both of you. Yeah, yeah. and that wig looked like crap. It looks like CW. I thought we stepped up our game. No, they found the Oliver wig from oh, and put it on somebody else. Just restyled it. I have like a, a very sleek mop. So being that you guys are both like, kind of like into the costumes and stuff like that, and like real life. Do you look at things like this and you're like, we could do this way better? Yeah. Um, in a, in a sense, a yeah. Um, yeah. So his costume wasn't the problem. You know what I mean? Like that was well-made, well-tailored. Yeah. Um, the fabrics that they use, that's all good and well. I don't have an issue with that. It's that freaking fluffy wig and, and the makeup and just, why did you do that? The freakazoid hairstyle. Yeah. And like, you know, he's going to have close-ups on camera shot in high definition why are you using those like powders and whatever to to create contours in his face with like purple and like some of it's kind of metallic and not, why did you do that? He looked like a fish. It looked like some Pinterest girls yeah. like mermaid makeup thing. Hashtag nailed it. <laughs> and let me let me pin that. cosmic girl makeup. Pin it. Like that's what it looked like. Oh. <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> It looked like an amateur, like, beauty influencers, like, Halloween makeup YouTube video. To make up everybody wants, but nobody really but does. <laughs> it's just, I, come on, guys. Like, we know your makeup artists can do better than that. Let, so let's do better. Or hire someone get, better. I don't get, know. Get rid of the wig. The wig is bad. Can Why go, did they can he go choose a haircut? That? Maybe he just didn't have time to get a haircut yet. Listen, maybe they'll I, be like Jay Garrick. Remember when he first came, he had like that old guy haircut and flash and then they made him pretty. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. And they like took away his eyebrows and stuff. Like, what is going on? Why did you make yeah. the decisions you made? They turned him into this like Chrissy. And Brainiac 5 is normally kind of a stick in the mud about things. He's just like the one that's that says, guys, no, we shouldn't allow this person to see this or do that or whatever. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Logically, we shouldn't do that. He is a little bit of a stick in the mud. That's fine. But he's usually not quite, I don't know, like this. I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed, guys. <sighs> All right. I, I figured I'd get that out of the way right off the beginning <sighs> for you guys. I knew get it, it out. Get Thanks. it out of there. Um. All right. But let's talk Mon-El and Saturn Girls costumes. Um, honestly, I thought the the costumes were fine. I mean, they fit with the CW, like, Arrowverse. You know what I mean? Like, they, I don't have an issue with it. Um, Saturn Girl is, I wish she had a little more color or something, you know? But at the same time, is that necessary? No. Am I going to hate on it? Nah. They're cohesive uniforms for a team that's, you know, operating way in the future. Some of our listeners were hitting up like they're like, did Brian Singer design these uniforms? Oh, boy. Yeah, they they were pretty hard on it. And like I can say it the looked better on video than it did in the still. 
That is true. So I will kind of give it that because I was like, as soon as they showed up in the dress, I was like, I'm like, oh, it doesn't look that bad. <laughs> womp womp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I will say I do love Saturn Girls comic costume. I love that, like that white stripe up the front and stuff. I, I'm into that. And I think that could have been a really cool kind of costume to see. But at the same time, does it really fit within the like CW Arrowverse yeah, we style? Can't, we can't go like straight comic book. Yeah, we're not going to go super cheesy. But I mean, they could have they could have made it pretty cool. Like there's a version where the white strip doesn't go all the way down and it just kind of meets a belt. And, and there are ways. But yeah, whatever. This they weren't bad costumes. No. By any means. Um, the textures on them were pretty good, as you can see, like when you're watching the episode too. So meh. But we we got to see Mon L actually has a more comic accurate suit in a promo video. So what the hell's going on with that? Yeah, that kind of threw me off. It was like in the mid season promos for all CW. And Mon L comes walking out of the sh- the smoke and he has his comic accurate suit on. And, you you know, if you guys haven't looked, you can go on our Instagram or our Facebook. I think I've shared them on both, where uh, even the, the video and the screenshot. And it just kind of threw me off because they just introduced this new costume. And then you show him in that and you're like, OK, what the hell's going on? Or was this like they did some test shoots and they're like, this thing looks like shit. Let's redo it. Yeah. But also he doesn't have the underpants. So there's no... <laughs> There's no stretchy underpants on this comic costume, but other than that, it's accurate. <laughs> um, but it is, you know, it's the big, it's the red suit with the blue cape. And um, what is it that is going to happen where we're going to see that? You know, is it going to be a flash forward to him in the future before he starts the Legion of Superheroes? Maybe. Cause, yeah. Because it's, and it's more of like a Daxamite costume. Because I know. Steve was all over me about like why is he wearing a Kryptonian symbol when he's a Daxamite? I'm like, well, they look up to Supergirl. Why wouldn't they wear her logo? Like if they're doing this for her, and you know they're like such fan boys and girls of her, it's like okay, maybe that's why they had you know the the, at least the outline of the crest on there. Totally, yeah. I, I mean, and that's that's a huge thing for the Legion of Superheroes. They super look up to the supers. They really do. There's a whole Superman Hall of Fame that includes Supergirl and everything else and all of their exploits. And we've talked about it before. You know, it's it, they're they're a huge influence on the Legion of Superheroes. So it's it does make sense to show that, especially when Mon L in this universe is a direct reason, like him separating from Supergirl is the reason that they get started. So, um, all right. So before we jump too much into the main story. Let's talk about one last thing. Let's talk about Jimmy and Lana. All right. (laughs) All right. We can do that. Nicole, how do you feel about this new romance? Uh, It's a thing. I I don't have a lot of thoughts. (laughs) I don't have a lot of thoughts right now. Um, Fair enough. It's like, okay, cool. Side story. Sweet. Can we go back? Does she seem clingy? (laughs) A little. Eh, little. No, I'm scared. Not not clingy, but like almost kind of desperate. Not like desperate for attention, but like desperate for reassurance that the attention's not going to go away because of her last name or because of whatever else. But 
One cool thing we did get from that is um, so while all this is going on is <laughs> Rain is just running free in the city and Supergirl, it's been two days since anyone's seen her and last the public saw was her getting her ass handed to her um, and Kara isn't showing up for work. Weird. That's just such a strange, weird timing. They, they both disappeared at the same time again. So huh. odd. So, of course, Lana still doesn't know that Kara is Supergirl. And but I will say that if they're going to focus at all on a uh, a relationship like that outside of our main, main character, make it relevant to everything else. And they did. They They actually did this episode. You know, it was... It was quick. It was to the point. You know, we got a few minutes of uh, James and Lana drama. And then the rest of that was revolving around the fact that Lana doesn't know about Kara being Supergirl. And we we know that's going to come to a head at some point soon. But in the meantime, everyone's scrambling to cover. Because if Supergirl disappears and Kara, this reporter that works for Catco, is also not showing up and blah, 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 someone's going to notice eventually. Um, and of course, it's not even about that. Lana just wants to like tell Kara about her and Jimmy because she's a decent friend. And decent that's friends a, do that. Yeah, that's a true friend right there. Yeah. Like, hey, I know you were egging me on to do it, but I'm still going to tell you that it happened and make sure that you're still okay with it. As a dude, I'd be like, uh, it's not that big of a deal. You don't need to tell her. Yeah, but girls are really complicated. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I mean, she mentions like she comes from a family that just lies and that doesn't turn out well. So I think, I think that was a little, um, a little seed planted there too. Uh, the, the, her talking about like, Hey, I come from a family who does nothing but lie. And we all know how that turns out. So how long can Kara go before she just thinks that Kara's lying to her? And then, you know, when she does tell her, is she going to be furious that she lied? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Not if Jimmy's giving it to her, right? Oh, well, well I mean, <laughs> I would be mad, but I'm getting sex. <laughs> so I feel better. Yeah. Well, except Jimmy almost screwed that up by being like, oh, um, Kara is, uh, well, mm, boo, 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 boo. does Jimmy get in trouble? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Maybe. Probably. Like, More how, than likely. How would you feel if it, everyone you it, knew was lying? Yeah, like all of a sudden we all knew something, but we didn't tell Nicole. Fuck you guys! <laughs> Listen, you came to the party late. Like you, you're the newer host, so we just didn't feel like telling you. Not that important. We Rude. we had to feel like we could really trust you first. <laughs> Fuck you guys! That would suck. Yeah, I I wouldn't I wouldn't blame you or Lana for being upset. Yeah, but let's talk about uh. Let's talk about the Martian Manhunter scene. Jesus. <laughs> because he got stuck talking about... Uh, girl things. Yeah. Basically. Girl talk. And James <laughs> Olsen's extraordinary kissing abilities. That was so weird. I was cringing so hard for Martian Manhunter. <laughs> Cara, uh, so Melissa Benoist did a pretty good job playing Martian Manhunter, playing her. <laughs> but I also yeah. feel like He's done a better job, so I hope that this 
the the reason it was so very Martian Manhunter is just because he was grumpy and like this is a waste of my time. I think I'm it was to, that I'm trying to save the city. Yeah, yeah. He was he was definitely in that like grumpy mood. Like, why am I doing this? Because <laughs> like, he's done a better job impersonating her before. Yeah. But maybe that was because like he because that was part of a DEO mission or something. You know, like maybe before it was important to their overall mission. So he was like, yeah, I'll be Kara. But now he's just like, mm, this is stupid. I don't want to. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, great. Yeah. Like a dude the whole time. Yeah. Oh, he caught himself. Di- we, were, we were dying when she sat down like that. He, she, yeah, Kara. Uh, <laughs> Kara, Kara Manhunter. Uh, what? Melissa. <laughs> we'll go with Melissa. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, she, uh, Steve even commented on like, Melissa is playing Martian Manhunter, having to play her own character. So he was like giving her kudos for that. Like I can't, I can't imagine how that is. Do you think that's hard. fun for them though? I'm it, sure it is because we all hang they around prob- each other enough. Like we all probably could do impressions of each other, right? Or, sure. or at least like inflections and voice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like what we hear in our head, and I bet you that's all they do. At least like mannerisms and stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. I gotta feel like that's like a a fun little extra challenge, you know, for an actor, like an an extra little test of skill for them. Like, okay, today I'm playing Kara as played by uh, my coworker's character. Yeah. Cool. All right, get in the zone. So if I was him pretending, I I don't know. I feel like that'd be a fun little like it's a fun challenge exercise. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, let's um talk a little bit about Black Lightning. Surprised the hell out of me. I can say that. Uh, so Black Lightning just premiered. Uh, and if anyone watched it, Bob did, Mike did, they seem to have potentially positive views but if you liked the cw's premiere of black lightning the crew behind dc on cw will discuss and analyze the pilot episode next week as part of our patreon exclusive broadcast dc on cw presents join bobby and mike next week for a special discussion all about the new dc series head over to our patreon it's patreon.com slash digital and subscribe to the podcast tier and you'll receive this plus hours and hours of additional content including that comic book chaos supergirl episode that bob and i did all kinds of bonus shows from all us. sorts of stuff we're yeah. gonna be doing all sorts of things we talked about that before but for real these guys there's lots of cool stuff and i will probably be listening to that dc and cw black lightning show because i'm interested to hear what they thought about it all right all right so rain is at large she's just cruising around National City, taking out bad guys left and right, but also law enforcement. Um, so we had we had that Ruby cliffhanger that I totally forgot about until it came back. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh shit, and she's going like, to die. <gasps> it's going to die. That's what I thought. I was like, oh God, oh God, here it comes. Here it is. <laughs> um, yeah, I completely forgot about that cliffhanger until that moment, but it looked like Rain had taken over and it was going to end horribly for Ruby. She looks like she's like running from her mom. She's super upset. She's just like, mom, don't shoot me. <laughs> nope. They're just playing with Nerf guns. That's it. That's all it is. 
They'll never kill a kid on the CW. No. I mean, let's be real. One time I had a theory that Ruby was going to die. And then during that, I was like, I take it back. Don't do it. Yeah. And I was actually really relieved. Yeah. See? Yeah. Did make your, <laughs> Don't make put your that stomach up. sink for a second. <laughs> Just a little. But I mean, so. But it could still happen. Theory part. I mean, anything could happen with Sam at this point. She's totally unpredictable. You know, one moment she's happily having a Nerf gun war with her daughter bonding in the house. And then she breaks something, starts picking up the pieces and then sees that rain is in the paper. And instantly she goes like comatose for a second. This is like triggered, literally triggers her into becoming rain again. She gets twitchy. And Rain flies off to her fortress of evil doing. And <laughs> man, where she's she's told there when she gets there. Do we even know that woman's name? No, I don't think they've said it yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that cloaked bitch. Um, <laughs> the cloaked, cloaked bitch. bitch. Got mm-hmm. it. That's yeah. her name. Officially on IMDb right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so she tells Rain that it's time for a cleansing of the world. Blah, blah, blah. It's the same spiel justice will rain down from above um and she takes out central city city. yeah what are you doing she she takes out national (laughs) city i was like she didn't did that miss wait what happened i was watching everything really really closely i might have been watching flash doing show notes oh yeah i'll see how it is (laughs) calling out bob on the air um okay so she she just like starts going after all of the I don't know all of the like alerts that come up in in National City you know there's a a guy that um is driving in a van and police are chasing him and she just cruises right through and takes him and throws him into Catco's building to send a message like it's just what <laughs> why stop it chill out focus on only the bad guys but no she has to make a fucking scene she has to be like Hi, um, my name's Rain, and I like dishing out justice. Hi, Rain. Pick up that camera, film my infomercial. Right? Come on. Like, I don't know. It's... That was weird. Pick up the camera. Film me. So... Okay. I'm... I don't know how they're going to handle this in the show, because it's obvious that she is too extreme. I wonder if they're going to have the public be like, well, she is going after bad guys. Should we really care about the life of bad guys? Mm? Isn't she just a vigilante? But she's also like the very distinct difference here is that she's also killing law enforcement. She was willing to take out an entire prison, including the guards. Keeping the inmates in there. Just because she's just like, yeah. Nope, they deserve to die and you're keeping them alive so you deserve to die too. That's some bullshit logic. That is some flawed logic right there. Uh, But, I don't know. Kara, of course, can't do anything at this point. Uh, Rain is left out in the open doing all this crap. The DEO is really trying to get a handle on it, but so far Mono and Saturn Girl aren't really helping. Brainiac 5 is just talking with Kara in her head. Um, she is trapped in her own head in a sort of not hallucination, but just a scenario of of comfort and home where she lets Brainiac five through the door. Brainy starts talking to her and um I don't know. 
I now that we got through the costume part, how was the way they wrote them? Fine. It was fine. Did you have something in your head? I mean, I guess. I guess I wanted him to play a little bit more like the character I'm, I've read. And now I, I'm not the foremost expert on Brainiac 5. I haven't read every, like, Legion of Superheroes related comic. But from what I've read... I just, I, I don't know. I'm hoping maybe he'll warm up a little bit, become less of a cold machine sort of. He's, he's so, it's very mechanical. That That's it. Like it, it is a very mechanical performance and it's very heavy on, oh, I am part like cybernetic blah, blah, blah. And then also like organic material, you know, like it's. There's no soul to him. Yeah. I just kind of just flat. It's it's really stiff and mechanical, and I know that they're doing that on purpose. Um, but I I'm used to Brainiac Five being kind of a a snooty stick in the mud and let me push my glasses up real quick, guys. But um, but he still has personality to him, and we're seeing. I think I'm being a little harsh. We're seeing bits of his personality come out. He does have little moments of you know almost humor like him making himself taller yeah Mm -hmm. but that's not i don't know i i hope that we see a progression i hope that we see kara bring his personality out in him and if that happens i'll be satisfied with that if if the reason he starts off this stiff is because he meets her and she brings something great out in him and helps him you know become a fuller version of himself okay that's fine and i will totally like not harp on that at all because that's that's good storytelling there um but as of now i'm i'm not in love i want to be in love and i'm not um but i do like i do like how they speak to each other they kind of um they kind of get each other even when he says things and she's like yeah i guess they still kind of work well off of each other and and kind of like understand each other's nuances in their speech if that makes sense yeah so we'll see i would like to see them interact more um i'd like to see him uh kind of loosen up and come out of his shell more fingers crossed for that happening do you have any other thoughts on that i mean it's so far it's just me saying what i think (laughs) i don't know (laughs) well i didn't really read any of the Legion of Superhero comics. So all of okay, my great. exposure to him is this. Right. So from from the perspective of someone coming in fresh, not knowing Brainiac 5, that's actually great. That's good. Um, if you didn't have any any prior knowledge of him as a character, what was your impression of him? Um, I don't know. He just seemed kind of robotic, almost like he was trying to be a like E3PO-esque. <laughs> Was it boring to you? Um, I not entirely boring. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know see, how to explain it. It's just it, it, the only time I thought it was interesting was when like they were he was like multitasking in her head. Yeah, and yeah, that part was kind of you know when yeah. they they get in that like conversation was the only time that I found like any kind of like redeeming quality that where mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of entertaining. Yeah, it was pretty entertaining there, but like other than that, I was just kind of like, it's a character. 
Okay, and see, <laughs> this is where I'm struggling with this. It wasn't bad, but there was nothing there to particularly excite any one of us, whether we had expectations for the character or not. And and it's hard to talk about and it's hard to describe that experience when, you know, you're watching a character on screen and it's not like the actor did a bad job. It's not like the lines were just so terribly boring or whatever. It wasn't outright bad, but it just, it wasn't great either. It was, it was absolutely lackluster. And I don't believe that that's the actor's fault. No, I don't think so either. Um, I think it was just how they wrote the character, how they put the character in the show. And it just was, he was just there. Um, towards the end of the episode, after Kara's awake and stuff and they have a, a moment, um, I'm hopeful that they will have more interactions that will allow him to show more of his personality. I'm hopeful for that. Yeah, that so. would be nice. So hopefully, you know, well, it can only develops. go up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, so back on costume talk, but different costume talk. Um, were you guys hoping to see the black suit for Kara? I was. I, I thought yeah, it would have been, been cool. a perfect thing. Because, I mean, she was, you know, kind of, what are they, the regeneration tube? Is that what they call it in the comics? I don't yeah. even remember. And the black suit has always went with it. And I wanted her to be in the black suit. I just thought it would have been like a cool, like comic book nod type thing. Yeah, but do you think that would have cost them too much <laughs> to make a whole new costume of For like like thirty seconds? Yeah, yeah, true, probably. I think that's <laughs> that's something that they probably were like, no. I mean, they could have CG'd it, but also mm, worth it? Probably not. Also, I mean, I don't know. I don't think they would have had time to change her clothes. They were like, oh shit, she's gonna die. Get her this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the black so. suits cool and i it would have been cool but i'm not been out of shape about it no all right so Kara isn't quite ready to get out of her own head so the legionnaires jump in and uh they, well before they jump in they say that they can't help for fear of jeopardizing the future and we find out a little bit about the future um we find out that 24 55 was like extinction. There was a, a large scale extinction. Um, and what, what are, what are the, uh, the beings that they talk about? I'm blanking on the name, but the, the aliens that come and they call them something because they wipe out everything in their path. Like they just destroy everything. Um, and they wiped out so much knowledge and so much history from the world, everything from Aristotle to Bon Jovi, um, which plays into the episode. But um, I mean, can you imagine if, if in our world, if something happened and all of a sudden we didn't have large chunks of our world's history or large chunks of like, I don't, I don't know, things that were so detrimental and like so so needed so needed for how society has progressed like aristotle or socrates or something like that like that was that was a foundation of philosophy in our in our world and man choosing to value intelligence it, like what that's crazy yeah yeah especially yeah like you said the big reset button 
but I did appreciate how they said it. Like they brought that up mm-hmm. because we always had that question of like, why couldn't they just tell us what happens in the future? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that does. Yeah. It helps why they help us explain why they don't know more about the fate of Supergirl and Rain specifically. But also, I don't think they're capable of knowing literally everything that happens. Yeah. But again, if like one of us to jump in the future, we'd probably look each other up to see if (laughs) anything will happen. (laughs) But even still, let's be real. Even if, you know, Kara, I don't know, even if she got injured in a fight and blah, 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 like, it's probably not going to say she woke up exactly three days later and then fought rain. Yeah, exactly. You know, probably say they fought a battle. You mean there's not a documentary on her? They're not following around with cameras? (laughs) What are we watching? Wait a second. Are these all actors? Is none (laughs) of this real? Yeah. All they know is that Supergirl lives and rain leaves they don't know when they don't know how they don't and i honestly i'm not surprised by any of that um but let's talk about predictions how do you guys think that rain is going to leave how do you think that's going to go down on foot (laughs) jesus (laughs) (laughs) no all right no i think she's going to leave by flying (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) uh okay um i was trying to think on that because that's a good question (laughs) okay (laughs) damn it um i I mean i don't i don't have any predictions right now i think she snaps out of it and leaves with her daughter probably or she just becomes normal again and they go oh sam's back sam right yes okay i was (laughs) like wait i said central city earlier so i don't know how unbelievable well my brain's working but um maybe she just snaps out of it and like they lose like the control isn't there anymore by what do we call the other one? Cloak bitch? Cloak bitch. Cloak <laughs> bitch. Yeah, cloak bitch loses control and she just doesn't go into her little trance anymore. And they say rain leaves because they can't find her, but Sam's still around. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, that that's, would be a good way to keep the actress around. That's they, pretty solid. Yeah, but then... So it's wrong. I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a pro- prediction, so it's going to be wrong. Um, Yeah, because I don't know what purpose sam would serve after that coming from like trying to think as a writer of a show um i think it's going to be something similar to that or maybe uh we do the whole like there's good in you i know it from star wars shit (laughs) Um, oh there's good in you i know it and then she flies away to be the you know person in another city or she you know she she dies and then we burn her body and oh wait wrong show wait what <laughs> and what happens um, to the daughter <laughs> well I don't know. she comes back, back for vengeance for listen there's so many ways that they could go about yeah. this we we have no idea we have no setup yet um there hasn't been a lot of interaction with rain and supergirl at this point you know it's just been fights with that one major fight being the majority of their interaction um, I don't know. I I I don't know how it's gonna go. Um, so the DEO wants to do their sundown protocol using Coville's kryptonite. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Coville, he and Alex had a talk. Um, this, yeah, I, that guy. Yeah, about yeah. that. Um, Dude. he had he had a wicked shiner. 
saying that he was preaching to his fellow inmates and stuff. So Supergirl deserved it. He mentions that Supergirl has refused her faith and failed the test, which means that Rain has already won. So, I mean, I guess I should have caught there that that was the point where Coville was going to be like, well, I'm following Rain now. Oh, yeah, that is true, huh? But I was like, no, he blindly follows Supergirl because she is bathed in the light of... Yeah, of the gods. <laughs> yeah, but Rain's doing exactly what he wanted her to do. So. Yeah. <sighs> Just, this is getting frustrating. And not from a bad writing sort of standpoint. It's not bad writing. It's no. frustrating because I'm like, no, why are you stacking the odds against our protagonist? Oh, right, because she has to overcome them. Okay, yes, yes. but still. <laughs> um, but they still are t- tying everybody together, which is always nice. It is. Yeah. It is really nice. No, I'm I'm really on board with what they're doing. I'm just getting frustrated because I'm like, Kara, you need to pick up the pace, girl. Two days in a coma is too long. <laughs> you can't let that happen again. Look <laughs> at everything that's unraveling beneath I'm, you. How dare you sleep that long? Lazy. Power naps. Repeat after me. Power naps. Power naps. It doesn't matter if you get thrown around like a rag doll. <laughs> Power nap that shit out and get back to the fight. All right, so let's. She kind of did. I know she kind of <laughs> did. Um, so let's talk about this uh, this sundown protocol and uh, this whole weird scheme. So we enter a bank scene, and people are like, "Don't look at me!" Blah blah blah. This is this is a robbery. It sounded just like Hank. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I was just like. This is a robbery, huh? That's the line we're going with? That sure sounds an awful lot like a line that someone who doesn't know how to do a robbery would say. (laughs) (laughs) That's the moment where I was like, huh? Stick them up. Yeah. 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 Reach for the stars. Put all the small bills in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) Unmarked. God, yeah, so this is a robbery. But, I mean, to be fair, that does make perfect sense because they're the freaking DEO. They're not going <laughs> to rob a bank. Like, and everyone there they don't know how. was in on it. That was actually cool. Um, I could tell that it was Hank and I could tell that it was Alex, but I... I was like, why Why are they like putting civilians in harm's way? This seems weird. But lo and behold, they're all DEO members. And I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. I should have realized. <laughs> but that's how you catch them. Either that or they were some brave civilians. <laughs> I just carry an AR-15 with me in case of emergencies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they they still ended up failing, though, you know? And I mean, they... That was a really good setup, and they almost got her, but the kryptonite just didn't quite do enough. Um, if it had done more damage to her, if it had weakened her a little bit more, that would have been a really solid play for them. Because she was not expecting any of that. And it was going pretty well for a while until, you know, she snapped <laughs> Alex's leg in half. Until it didn't. <laughs> until it didn't. Yeah. I mean, what even was that? Were those chains? Was that a rope? Like, what the hell was that? That it broke Alex's leg. Her tibia snapped in half. (laughs) What the hell was that? Super rope? Yes. We're going with that. I mean, if you're strong enough. Listen, I know. (laughs) know. Just saying. (laughs) Ridiculous. But, all right. On a side note, 
when she was getting her tibia taken care of her afterward tibia. and she was like she say like my tibia is out Nap I half. swear to god we thought she said titty because <laughs> of the way she out. said my titty it. got snapped in half <laughs> it was it was very awkward <laughs> perfect while you're fixing my leg cover my breast <laughs> <laughs> while you're in there uh, <laughs> god all right so we do get to see them take one last attempt to take rain down the legionnaires and bon jovi rise to the challenge and uh bon this jovi. is the first time that they've really added in some seriously licensed music I think this season, right? Uh, yeah, because yeah, it's usually so. like covers. Yeah. You want to like do the whole Different thing? Different renditions. Yeah. Did you expect Bon Jovi to come out? I sort of did. <laughs> is, is it sad that it worked? Like for the scene, like no, I freaking loved it. No, I did. I totally dig it. Can we do more of this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly, we're not like, making the black suit. We had to buy Bon Jovi. <laughs> um, that's yeah, why. right. See, that's why they couldn't do the black suit. It's because they needed to get Bon Jovi because they had mentioned it three or four times in the episode and needed needed to license that song for use. Um, honestly, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go into battle now. Yeah. I mean, I hope they were blasting it on the speakers of their little ship because. Whew, Man, let's fight. Let's do it. Mm. Alien Still. Fight Club. Right now. Right now. Let's go. <laughs> what? Huh? Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but we, we get to see their uh, their flight rings. Super cool. Giving everyone the ability to fly. It's cool. I'll have, to, I like I'll have to post the picture, but um, one of them posted it. Um, like how they made them fly. like, And it was just basically two dudes in green suits with a metal bar holding them up awesome are you kidding me that's yeah. amazing it was like it was like almost like a teeter-tarter like level baby bjorn yeah and they just kind of <laughs> and they all of a sudden they you could see like chris wood like rise Whee! <laughs> like, that's oh, really that. funny i'm like that that's no wires it was literally a teeter-totter on a guy's chest that's really weird and it's freaking cool. awesome um all right but uh uh let's see so so this is where we get to see that cool scene the one really cool time that we had with Brainiac 5 and Brainy's multitasking in Kara's brain space and also trying to help with the battle. And he's kind of popping in and out of his conversation with her where she's got Streaky, her kitty cat. And uh, mm, I I was super glad that they gave Kara a cat, by the way. Another Easter egg. Yeah, another Easter egg. Um, because Kara historically does have a kitty cat in fact there's like statues of her with kitties and stuff so i was i was really hyped about that um course it was you, of course you guys were uh, yeah duh. Duh, cats but <laughs> <laughs> honestly though um it's it's nice to see those little things i, I don't know like streaky the super cat is a legit character um i i we didn't need it to be more than that. Streaky was her childhood cat and that's great and doesn't need to wear a little cape, doesn't need to have a costume. We don't need to go down that cheesy path. Mm. But it also like tells a story about her 
I don't know, being new to Earth and stuff like that. And it adds some more dimension to an already multidimensional character into it. Um, but so in the meantime, Brainy's just kind of like, evade Monel, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 I can multitask. It's fine. <laughs> Watch me juggle. Yeah. And then lo and behold, the fucking ship gets hit too. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Um, but we we get to see a cool thing. He's trying to show Kara like, hey, you know, you're the one that's going to be ready to get out of your coma when you are ready. And here's how you need to prepare. It seems like you're ready. Um, oh, wait, you're not. Well, let's let's take a look at things. Um, and Kara has to go through another realization of I need to accept myself as Kara to really get through all of this. To really be OK, I need to accept myself as Kara and not try and shove Kara Danvers way deep down in my psyche. You know, um, she's always trying to be Supergirl to solve every problem. But if she doesn't address herself as Kara and and her feelings as Kara, well, Supergirl's not going to be as successful. Um, so it's it's nice that we finally got to the point where she goes, okay, yeah, Kara is the one that my friends love. Kara is the one that my family loves. And the public looks up to Supergirl, but they don't know who I really am. All of my strength actually comes from being Kara and not Supergirl. So guys, we did it. We got there. It took half a season and it, it wasn't that long of a journey. It, it's not like it was bad that it took half a season, but yeah, we got there. She's there. And now she's ready to take on this freaking crazy strong enemy and save the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so back to the battle Rain is uh, zapping weights like they don't even exist and freezes Mon L in that like horse field bubble. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool looking, actually. No, it, it, the fight was good. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked the fight. Um, the, the effects on that bubble, though, were, were pretty neat. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. It was one of the. The better ones that kind of caught me off guard. You're just like, wow, that that looks like they like a practical one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Did anything else in the fight stand out to you as being like tip top? All of it. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, Brainiac ship. Yeah. Um, and even think, even the you know little glimpses of the kryptonite affecting Hara. Yeah. When they were mm-hmm. going to jab cool. the needle in. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way it was like flowing and just it was cool you know what's funny is i didn't even think about the ship as being special effects because i was just like yeah that's a ship flying obviously (laughs) duh so good we see them so often now yeah i just like those on the corner yeah it's just this it's just a ship hovering above the building it's not it's normal yeah it's totally normal yeah that's a practical effect (laughs) yes um they put a quarter in it and it went up that's nice that's good i i like when i the best that you can have special effects is when you don't think about them. Yeah, when you're just exactly. like, yeah, yeah, that's just there. Okay, cool, great. It looks real. Looks natural. Um, so Supergirl flies into battle, surprises everybody, jams that needle right on into her neck. She actually, I was really proud of Kara for just waking up out of a coma. She hustled real quickly. She grabbed that needle. She got like, she pretended, well, I think it was partial pretending to be like injured. But she was being affected by the kryptonite as well. So she just kind of crouched over and then get you in the jugular. Um, I'm getting really frustrated, though, that Rain just keeps flying away. 
someone catch her. Just for the love of God, chase someone her. catch her. Chase her. She's right there. Martian Manhunter, you are, you're fine. Go chase her. You have a ship. Go get her. <laughs> Seriously. Guys, come on. Okay, we'll see you next time. That was fun. Good fight. Good fight. Next Tuesday. GG, bro. All right. Can't wait to see what you bring next time. If you got any friends, call them. bring that weak shit again. Yeah. All right. Well... <laughs> The other frustrating thing that happened at the end of this episode was Mon L telling Kara that he still cares about her and how he's missed fighting with her. That's great. Good I for love you. This question you put on here. How is this three way going to end? How is exactly this like that going to end? <laughs> if it ends on a three way, I'll be impressed. I'll be impressed and surprised because that's not. The Saturn girl's hot. <laughs> Have you seen her in real life? Oh, yeah. I've seen her on the show. That is real life. She's hot. Oh, no. Real, real, real life. life Instagram's a lot hotter. Hold, please. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, excuse me. <laughs> honestly, though, she, I mean, she's really cute. But I just like... <sighs> I mean, Kara's mm. healing. Isn't that a dick move? Is that why they made Brainiac look ugly? <laughs> so that we all go back to Team Monel. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't hate him. You still have to like him because he's the cute one. Damn it. No, I don't want to. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know, man. I'm, I just, I think it's a dick move. Honestly, I, like I it, it really, it's a selfish move. It's not a dick move. It's a selfish move because you know that she's hurting. And I know that you want to tell her, you know, hey, I'm still here for you. Hey, I still care. But sometimes that makes it harder. Like sometimes you have to hold back and not give in to what you want to say to the other person. Think about the other person. And think about them mm -hmm. for a change because sometimes letting them know that you that you care about them and stuff like that and like hey I was worried about you like um like I was worried about you is fine or I'm glad you pulled through is fine. But like what about I, I'm I glad you pulled out. About you. Okay. Well that's I mean we're all glad. Um <laughs> Listen. <laughs> we don't need no babies. No babies. But I mean really though, it's just it's it's selfish. He didn't need to keep going. He could have just stuck with you know, I hey, I'm it was nice fighting with you again. I'm glad you pulled through. Good game. Yeah, GG bro. But no slap <laughs> on the booty. No, no booty no slap with a good game. No, no, no. We're going to go to the bar. You want to come? You want to come? Get a little messed up? Have a little fun? Uh, See what happens? You know that three-way? <laughs> we are three people in a an awkward situation. Three good people in a bad situation. <laughs> Let's be three good people in a good situation. Hey. Brown chicken, brown cow. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I That really bummed me out. I was just like, you're so selfish. I hate you. It was kind of a shitty way to end it. It was. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. And didn't she, like, just kind of, like, come to terms and kind of accept she's, it? She's getting she's better. Like, yeah. She's like, ah, you know, what? fine. And he gave her, like, the cute, like, sarcastic little, like, not sarcastic, but the cute, cheeky little, like, kind of miss that. Like, fighting alongside you. Mm, I miss that. Shut up. Do not know. <laughs> no. You do not, to, you do not get to be coy and cute. You jerk. <clears throat> So married. Married. So mad at him. Okay. Anyway. Should have um, held out for a little bit longer than seven years, bro. 
<laughs> Stay abstinent forever in hopes that you find your love again. You son of a bitch. Um, honestly, though, it's it's getting frustrating. I hope that ends. I hope that Kara just goes, okay, I'm fine. It's good. Uh, whatever. But I hope that he stops being a selfish jerk. Um, Saturn girl's not doing anything wrong. She's totally fine. She's being understanding of the whole situation, which is great. And uh, it looks Ghost like with that last scene that we got with uh, with Kara and Alex, it looks like we're finally pulling through all that relationship crap. You know, they're coming out the other side of it. They're at the end of the tunnel. They're going to be okay. And they're going to be stronger for it, which I'm glad. I'm glad we're there. Um, I didn't mind the relationship drama as we've gone through it. It's been emotional. It's been um, amazing to watch these two actresses cry and emote in the ways that they had to emote heartbreak. Um, but I'm I'm glad that we're towards the end and we're coming out the other side of it. And I'm I'm ready for the uh, the the climax of this whole thing. And and <sighs> shut up, Bob. <laughs> I'm ready to climax. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it was too funny not to say I'm sorry. So, but I'm ready. I'm ready for this, like this whole arc with rain to come to a head. And I'm ready for the, the, the fight that we're going to inevitably see the showdown between the two of them. I'm, I'm ready for Lena to find out what's going on. Um, I'm, I'm ready. I don't know. That's, we all are. that's it. Yeah. That's it guys. Basically, there you go. All right, so final thoughts on this episode. Um, Nicole. Uh, It was pretty good. It was a good, um, interesting way to come back, even though we're only getting them for a month, apparently. Um, But I I enjoyed it. I'm still kind of like, about Brainiac 5, but I'm hoping that we see more of his character development episode. And uh, yeah, like you said, I'm ready. I'm excited. And can we please have Lena find out already? I just want to rip that bandaid off. Pretty much. So that's pretty much it. <laughs> I think honestly, this the the mid season finale was so good. Yeah, it was so good that it's hard to follow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forgot how good it was until I started watching this episode. And this episode was fine. It was it was a perfectly fine episode. Um, no real complaints about it. But it was so good last episode. Oh, yeah. That it's like, it's hard to keep that same energy. You know what I mean? Even just talking about the stuff in this episode, it's it's hard to, it's hard to hype it because this is the calm before the rest of the storm. You know, Mm -hmm. that major storm hit and now we're in a little bit of a lull. And now, yeah, it's going to rain. (laughs) (laughs) The puns. (laughs) But really, though, I mean, this is just like a a brief calm before all of the shit hits the fan and it's going to be freaking crazy. So this was, we're easing back in. Bob, how about you? Yeah, uh, again, other than the kind of the costume design of Brainiac 5 and the way they portrayed him, it was a good episode. Uh, Like, again, the fight scenes and all that, it'll probably be what I'll take from it. But the stills before it kind of, made me worried going in you know seeing the pictures going oh jesus what did they do to these people so i mean again it probably wasn't the strongest comeback for like a, a winter premiere form. yeah mm-hmm. 
But I mean, again, they they did what they needed to do. They got the the flight rings out finally for the first time, and we saw them get used. You know, and I think that's what they were kind of banking off for ratings and to get people all hyped up that you know the Legion of Superheroes is going to premiere on Supergirl. Yeah. So it is what it is. Well, with that. That's going to be it for today's DC on CW Supergirl edition. Remember, you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rain Man digital app. And be sure to follow us on our social media. We've got Twitter at DC on CW. Our Instagram is at DC underscore on underscore CW. And our Facebook is facebook.com slash DC on CW. And we will catch you next time. Not in the mood for chit chat. Gotcha. Ready when you are. How did you do that? I'm Supergirl. You're who now?